systematically correct. Brought to you by us, fans like you. In a dark corner of the world, three men will work together to bring you a podcast like no other. This is Fanatically Correct, where the fans, the geeks, and the nerds are always correct. With your host, MSK, Yo Peace, and Omega. Alright guys, that's it. Uh, Sunrise City Comic Con 2022 is this Saturday, August 13th. I cannot believe that I'm going to release this episode from last year. And... Um, we still don't have a Flash movie. Can you believe that? We're going to talk DCEU in this episode. This is a flashback episode, by the way. And the Flash movie still hasn't been released. Not much has happened in DCEU anyways. We got uh, Peacemaker and um, that's it. That's it. I think that's the only thing that's been released since last year. So we're not missing out on much. But here's a flashback episode. Um, I'll give you more details about the tickets at the end. I don't know. We'll see. We're going to talk all things DC Cinematic Universe. Obviously, you know, we just had the Suicide Squad. Titans just dropped their new season. We have a lot of fun things to talk about. This is the Fanatically Correct Podcast. I'm your host, Omega. Yo, peace. MSK. MSK, he said. See, that's a delay. So that voice you hear, go ahead and talk again. What's up? Wow, that's kind of <laughs> no, that's, delay. I think he just I think didn't he's, he's making a fake delay. So that's the voice of uh, God, G-O-D, uh, our guy on digital. I'm G-O-D today. He's, he's our guy on digital. So when you hear that overhead talk, you're not losing your mind. You're not going crazy. That's just uh, – and actually, we've never done a DC panel. Usually, we don't have the fondest things to say about the DC uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we talk uh, projects outside of the animation. Yeah, Animation's we always talk a lot on. about DC – on our podcast, but right as of right now, yeah, yeah, and it's always negative. It's so we're gonna we're gonna always, try, but we're gonna try to be always, positive today. Always. Yeah, it's a lot of the mainstream stuff uh, we tend to not like, and the non-mainstream stuff like Doom Patrol. Um, all three of us love. Uh, my co-hosts have not gotten on Titans yet. I love Titans, and so far I saw the first episode of the most recent season three, and that's looking good. Uh, the Suicide Squad. That we'll see if other people have different opinions. Did you guys see it? They hit out of the park. Uh, I would have to check it out first. Right. Uh, mm, yeah, mm. so, yes. Yeah, it's it a bit is. Of, that's a bit of a hard R. How, how, how young of who you're worrying about seeing it are they? Fifteen. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a parental your, decision. Your yeah, it is a parental decision. <laughs> it's a parental it's a decision. Parental I, decision. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would watch it if I was fifteen. My parents would let me. Oh, watch I saw it. things way yeah, worse when I was yeah. younger. I'm but not, I'm, I don't want to. I'm not a model. I don't want to do that to, <laughs> to your parent, to your dad, right now. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be that guy. But, but then I, again, I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm not condoning to repeat the way I was. I'm not saying we had bad parents, but you know, there were different generation. Different just, generation, you know. Okay, it was a whole lot just of. Watch it. They'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> which we didn't turn out fine. Right. Yeah. So it's important. I, I, it, mm, it's not so much the comedy things. There's some content that's a, a little, but it's a it's in, it's in a, in a comedic nature. 
So it's not the same, you know. It's not. It's not like you're watching like a. a, a Actually, the comedy aspect of it isn't bad. It's the the actions they're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I, there's some some nudity that uh, that is shown as well. Uh, that's uh, nothing uh, too major though. Not yeah. not crazy, but it's there. Uh, it's there. No, not crazy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is gonna be rough because um, we'll try not to spoil it. For the you. thing is, uh, yeah, <laughs> as we talk about, no, it, but yeah. we can talk. I mean, DC yeah. mainly is very uh, dark and more adult driven. I want to say, I guess. No. Right. Right, but then you have the other characters. Yeah, well, it's that villains yeah. and Superman's in the in, in the shared Superman universe of is, Batman. It's the Batman, whole song. The, the whole concept is yeah, dark. It's, it's the the positive and the negative, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. Not the, the most current ones. Man, I'm so mad about that. I don't even want to talk about that right now. Did something just about happen? what? About which one? About the um, <laughs> little interaction they had in between the movies, uh, oh, between yeah. Batman and, oh, and the, uh, the, Superman. Yeah, the you know, well, the, the Snyder verse slash Josh verse. Yeah. Right. I think they had like and two two scenes, maybe three scenes. The, yeah, yet somehow they had uh, uh, supposed yeah. to had a lot in, of chemistry. In the span of two movies, yeah, and all the scenes. friendship that they display in the comic books and the animated series and all the other series. So I'm just gonna go through the list a little bit. Um, Wait, before we start getting to the list, have you, sir, seen uh, The Suicide Squad? Suicide Squads. Not the most okay. recent one. Wow. See, so no no spoilers. We won't do that. Curious, just no having, no just having uh, for, well, okay, well, he hasn't seen it because you haven't seen it yet, but just curious, is it because you haven't had the time yet or you want to wait till the theaters or? I haven't been to the theaters. Nah. So mm. Oh, wow. And, and, and you don't... Um, you don't register. You don't have HBO Max. In other words, you don't stream HBO Max. Oh, that's why. So you're waiting for it to be like on regular on demand or, yeah. or whatnot to rent. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So uh, yeah. So a lot of the stuff, well, specifically Doom Patrol, Titans, and the Suicide Squad. That's on HBO Max. Very, very uh, adult driven. Again, and all um, very adult driven. Yes. So those. Yeah, so far, what they're doing in the third season, uh, I've only watched the first episode. They've dropped three episodes. Uh, I, I like where it's going. Um, it's it's an alternate and be careful version. Of, I'm not sure. Just, uh, just it's it's an al- it's an alternate version, we and that's you know really to to kick it off. But I'll say it's an alternate version of of Batman, uh, and specifically his relationship with Robins, uh, in other words, sidekicks, uh, and what British Batman. Right? And so far, British, there's an alter- right. like there's an ulterior motive to Batman other than these. Troubled kids just happen upon him, um, as opposed to maybe it's more uh, a strategic um, move for someone that's aging because it is an older Batman. So th- there's a different route, and to go into that, last year the CW. I don't know how many of you caught up with that. Are you are you familiar with the CW, the Arrowverse? I now call it the Flashverse because Arrow, you know, is, is no longer with us. Um, they did is Crisis. That what they call it now, or is that what you're calling it? The what? Uh, is that no. what they're calling? I'm it? calling it. The, they still call it the Arrowverse, but it's it kind of doesn't make sense oh, to do that because Arrow is no longer part of the lineup. They, they you know, no, it's it, what he's it, calling it. Finished. It. Exactly. So they call it because it's first, but now that the, it, they are based around basically Flash. Uh, so kind of yeah. you know that's what it feels like more. It's more the Flashverse, uh, even though it all, all of them pretty much started to base around Flash, even while Arrow 
was yeah, still they on. They did, yep. Yeah, they all started bouncing off Flash way more than they did Arrow. Yeah, he's the one that connected everyone yeah. pretty much. Well, it's hard because Arrow's mean, a more grounded show that's supposed to be less yeah, they had, superheroing, and they, the Flash has all the powers yeah, they and the had, abilities and the super the villains. Earths yeah. and they had no exactly. choice like when they yeah. started introducing the powers, the superpowers. Exactly, metahumans. Exactly. That's how they refer to it. Exactly. But... Personally, um, I think, and, and I usually don't give a lot of kudos to DC, um, and also I'm not the biggest fan of the, the casting of the, of the current uh, cinematic Flash, but I will say that they did a very bold move uh, in deciding and doing it on their you know, network, you know, television uh, uh, series by doing Crisis on Infinite Earth and deciding, and this is a spoiler here because it's a big deal with everything going on with DC now and what they're doing with the new Flash movie, which is they all exist in a multiverse now. Every single film and show, whether it's the Michael Keaton Batman, which everybody already knows he's been casted to play Batman in Flash because they're jumping alternate timelines and alternate realities, uh, which is kind of what Marvel's going into now, but not to talk much about Marvel, but they're doing it in a different way where they're, they're better, better way. But well, we'll yeah, because well, they're time. building up to it where DC said, you know what? We have all this Welcome. stuff. We're just going to say it all exists together. And by doing that, they give a lot of room to change character. I mean, they're basically saying Joker with Joaquin Phoenix that exists in this multiverse. Uh, you know, the, all the different, you know, Tim Burton, Batman, yeah, Schumacher, Batman, they that, all that exist. They have, that has cre- exactly. Uh, so Stargirl, Swamp Thing, uh, the Adam West uh, Batman series, all of it. All of it exists in this shared multiverse. So well, they're, they're doing the thing that they do in comic books, pretty much. Uh, it, that, that's how they have exactly. Earths in comic books. But it's all tied into the DC universe. Exactly. So with that, it gives a lot of room for crazy crossovers. And I won't spoil the specific ones, but they had they did prove that, you know, in within their crisis that, yes, this uh, even the cinematic DC universe that currently the Snyderverse, Joshverse, whichever Justice League you're watching, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, all of it exists together in this multiverse. So they even went home with that and, 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 and you know, showed evidence of that within their series. So I do give credit uh, to DC and that fact of at least giving us the ability to have a lot of room to really work and, and in a lot of ways accept uh, a lot of choices they make and changes they make with either characters or um, storyline or whatnot because you just look at it as, hey, you know what? That's that universe and we have a multiverse. Yeah. There's going to be differences in these multiverses. You have to give them credit in the sense that they pulled they pulled that 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 uh, know. rug yeah yeah from under from yeah. under you really <laughs> like before Marvel you know yeah. decided to do it which gave them the the I want to say the the head you know like the better the uh, benefit of being first uh, you're yeah, not going to say the better you're but, not going to say the but better but it's not yeah, better but it, it's well, not again, it's, it's not a buildup. It's, 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 it's not that bad of an idea. Yeah, I, I want to try. I want to try to start talking good about DC in a second. But it's it goes back to that that DC always tries to force things quick, pull the band in. It's really Warner Brothers. We say DC, but yeah, it, it's not DC. No, it, yeah, it's the specific. Warner Brothers. It is, studios. it is Warner Brothers. It's the studios. They give a lot of, and that's the difference with the Suicide Squad, um, which is you can tell at least in this one, whatever studio execs from Warner Brothers were in charge, they said let James Gunn do his thing. They yeah. gave him full permission, no spoilers, for those who haven't seen it yet, but do not get comfortable with any characters, whether they're in the first one or their new ones. It, James Gunn does not care. He had carte blanche permission to kill whoever he wanted and I bring as many characters as he could. You just said too much, but, like, but no, actually, no, I, I, not everyone dies, but not everyone lives. So it, it is interesting, but it was so James Gunn. It was so what he can't do with Guardians of the Galaxy because 
that's Disney owned, that's a Marvel franchise. He has a lot of jokes and vulgarity things in there that go over uh, kids' heads where with the Suicide Squad, they said, ah, don't worry about making this for kids. Go with the R rating and just throw it in their face. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about innuendos or over their head. Just, just outright do it. And uh, he did a great job. And Which is also, a lot that's the good part about DC, that they, they could do something more toward the adult fans of the superhero franchise that, that Disney can't do. And and they could play with both because like example one of the few movies that uh, besides like Man of Steel and uh, and the first Wonder Woman uh, Shazam is actually darn good and that one is the more you know f- very family friendly very, yep. less dark yep. you know and and it specifically uh, exists directly in that canon universe also a Christmas and movie really, and yes and movie. I'm gonna tell you it it's actually did feel movie. better watching it in like in the month of December yeah on HBO yeah. during Christmas it, it was it, it did feel more right it was a little weird seeing Christmas in the summer Great, get, yeah. yeah, great casting as well. Excellent, ca- and really looking forward to the next one. I mean, I supposedly there's all kinds of rumors why they changed the casting of um, the older uh, a sister, mm-hmm. but she is old enough to be the you know the the Shazam version of herself. Anyways, yeah, she's it's, gonna yeah. play the same exactly. Same actress is gonna play exactly. So they actually keeping the same actress now as opposed to her uh, changing casting. Which isn't that uh, Hawkeye's wife in Marvel? The one no. that they used? I don't think so. The other one? No, 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 it's not. First oh, of all, she's... No, I'm, it's I'm, not. I wasn't sure, because I, I watched not too long ago, and I didn't check the credits after that. So, but yeah, so, I mean, re- most recently, The Suicide Squad, uh, DC's winning very well with that. Uh, Titans just came out winning very well with that. Uh, we had recently... Uh, I think Young Justice is about to come back as well. Young Justice is yeah. about well, to come Doom, back. Doom Patrol is coming back in September, I think. Doom Patrol is coming it's back coming again back this fall. Yeah, the, the teaser yes. already dropped for that. Again, now t- Titans, a 15, 16 year old, you're fine. Doom Patrol, no. Yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be straight up. I mean, if for 15 and 16. Yeah. Doom I don't Patrol. Know. Um, uh, the. The animated there series. There are scenes. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser's character, Mr. Robot. Yeah, uh, mainly, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, I will tell you, anybody watching uh, Superman and Lois? Yeah, yes. I got one nod. One nod. Any other nods? Anybody else watching Superman no and Lois? No nods. I'm, I'm, okay, and I think you're going to get me when I say this. Maybe that's why. You're, are you, did you stop watching or you continue to watch it? Like, you're okay with it? Like, you're enjoying it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I, I personally, I'm actually enjoying it. Um, and I will throw out, and, and maybe you could agree with me on this. It's not a CW show, even though they're airing it on CW. It has a lot of that HBO Max um, uh, production value to it. You can tell. That's good. Uh, yeah. And outside of that, I, I'm really enjoying the casting. And they're also tinkering with the already with the with some alternate reality stuff. And I, I personally like the choices that they've made with it. Uh, it's a very different storyline. And now what's confusing is because that particular Superman, at least that actor's uh, version of that Superman, did spin off of the Arrowverse. However, it's not very clear how lined up it is with it. There is uh, some Easter eggs and crossover type cameos that show that it should still be directly involved, but some things are kind of out of line with the timing. So it could be a maybe a future timeline or something. Maybe. I'm not, not entirely sure because they, they made some changes I mean, in crisis that... Wanted you to have. It, it, yeah. That they're all part of the same universe, but it could still be its own thing. So that's what DC wants you to. But wants I, you to see it as. That's a good show. A lot of the CW stuff is safe, at least for like the, the, obviously the teenagers and the kids and stuff like that. Um, 
usually not the most entertaining stuff. Personally, I'm really feeling outside of Superman and Lois, and it's their first season. Most shows tend to be a little bit more interesting and do well their first season. But the Arrowverse in general is is sloping down all of it. Uh, from my personal opinion, I'm, I'm even Flash. It's like they're really. I don't know if they're just running out of ideas or they're just worried it's, with everything else they got going on in the tank with HBO Max. They're kind of trying hard. to fizzle it out. It's I'm hard because sure. it's been, I think it's been written incorrectly from the beginning. And I don't want to say that because like I enjoyed the Flash as soon as it, it was introduced. I actually enjoyed that character. I liked the storylines, but then they got campy for me. And way too campy for me. And I think it's been written so bad already that at this point, it's just they're losing their drive into keeping it. it that can be the only thing that's yeah. going to keep yeah. them alive. Flash, Flash is kind of following that uh, somewhat that pattern. I mean, so. I stopped watching that, I think, season three. Are they still using uh, uh, Tom uh, on there? Tom Cavanaugh or as different the doctor, versions? Right? That's as who? Yeah. Tom. The doctor. Oh, um, we, we reverse yeah, the, flash. No, no, the yeah, reverse flash. Yeah. Thong. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we, you watch actually a lot of different characters. Yeah, yeah Wells. Yeah, the different yes. Wellses and all that. Thank yeah, you. I think Wells. they just Are they still using Wells though, like different yeah. ways, or they've been fizzling. They, I think they fizzled them out finally in this season, uh, as yeah, well as some other characters. Long, I feel like that gimmick went. Yeah, way too long that yeah. it should have. I feel that they peaked. They really peaked hard with Crisis. I really feel that they kind of just should have ended all the shows with Crisis and ended on a high note and just moved on to all the HBO Max stuff and all the cinematic stuff. Um, like the adult type stuff at like HBO Max again. Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series. I enjoy that a lot. I mean, that's it's 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 you know it's the different. thing is the an- animate the animated series. They always do better with that. Always on DC, yeah. they are the best. They are hands down. No matter what. When it comes to well, this. out the gate, I'll tell you that uh, more, more, the more recent animated films that have been out, uh, Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons, excellent. Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was the last Great. one that, and they actually wrapped Great. up. That kicked off. Uh, that was our very first nurse, first necessity. We'll do one at the end of the episode on our podcast. We end uh, every episode at the end where we call it necessity something that one of the hosts will recommend that you watch to be like in touch with fandom and, and, and the nerd verse. And I, I personally uh, recommended the necessity of flashpoint paradox, yep. uh, an animated movie that hooked me out the gate. It's such a great movie. It's an animated movie that maybe you want to hold out to after they do this flash movie, because if you watch it and have that in comparison, you're going to see probably where this is going to fail a lot because they did it so right in that animated film. Now they did a whole span of animated films that all tied into that storyline and they ended it with Justice League Apocalypse War. Yep. And I recommend everything in between that. But that was one of the more recent animated films they did too. Excellent. Superman, Man of Tomorrow, which is now the new phase of the animated films. Excellent. The ones that just came out, Batman, Death in the Family. Death. I have not seen, I started and I've not seen all of them, but it's an interactive movie. So you actually get to kind of choose the different endings that you will get from the Red Hood storyline, Jason Todd. Uh, and the death of Jason Todd. That's uh, interesting. The second Robin. That's interesting to do. Then yeah, we just had Batman: The Long Halloween. The Long Halloween, which I have not watched yet. Has anyone seen that yet? That Batman, great have part story. one as of right comic, now. By the way, yeah, it's it's hard to keep up. But when you watch it, and that, what's kind of good about it is you don't have to watch it when it first comes out because a lot of them kind of stand alone. And but when you watch it, you, I, I have you really don't regret it. I haven't met anyone that's watched one and been yeah. like, ah, I really didn't enjoy it. If you like the anim- animated um, 
uh, medium universe because I do not yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of people don't especially in our age group or older um, they don't enjoy animated films they kind of just prefer live action or live action television uh, and I understand because it's that wasn't really it's different yeah when we were kids too that's we because we had it different when we're from you know us personally we're from the generation of Batman the animated series and when that happened and yeah. X-Men happened Spider-Man happened that version of Spider-Man um, that, that spin off of Superman Justice League Justice League Unlimited Young Justice like Batman Beyond all these shows that had good oh, animation but good storyline Tim stuff Exact all right. the Bruce Tim stuff. Uh, so darker storyline, but still suitable and, and fair for young minds and young eyes to watch. But then yeah. we started to really enjoy watching good storytelling through animation, where like the generation before was more chapstick comedy, Looney Tunes, the Hanna Barbera stuff, where the story's all right, but it's loose, it's entertainment. But as you get to a certain age, you don't really you like the comedy, but you don't feel the story. Yeah, you don't want to watch it and, and, and the arc exactly. Yeah, you don't want it. But so we're very yeah. used to watching animation as a way to get good dark storyline that also works in live action yeah and all those all those animation works because all of them work because they are based on the comic right that's something they don't really do in the movies right because the director or or uh executives always put their their thing into it and it kind of ruins it to tell you the truth but the animation stays pretty faithful to the comics to the comics these are great stories from the comics i'm sorry you were saying Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's my point. It would be such a deviation outside of, and what now we have, especially the youth now has such a culture of watching all the anime films, all the anime shows, all of that transitions over now. Yeah. All all of our stuff was like Ninja Scrolls, Akira, where it was like the real random stuff that would be kind of like almost like an occult, uh, you know, a, a grouping of people like yeah, you had to like really be into anime to watch yeah. and appreciate. And they were the really stuff. hard to find. By yeah, way. exactly. Back and it right. was it didn't transfer over here easy. We didn't have all the Dragon Ball Z and the Pokemon that stuff yeah. transition yet. And so the other stuff that you would get animated, you'd either get real chapstick, real kid friendly, real hokey or, comedy or, stuff, or you get or real you, crazazy hardcore. Yeah, right. Uh, kids should not be watching at all type yeah. stuff. Like you still uh, watch yeah. me. So you always had that teeter. We're now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So now there's that balance. They try to make, they use cartoons and you have things like South Park, Rick and Morty. We got a Rick Sanchez out there getting a burger. Uh, you know, we have like hardcore comedy, you know, even, you know, Family Guy, a lot of that's, you know, innuendo stuff, but very adult comedy cartoons. Yeah. And Simpsons is still number one. And there you go. And I don't think they're Simpsons ever going to cancel still that number show. One. Yeah. Ever. Disney Plus made it so easy. You just watch an episode a day to like probably the rest of your life. <laughs> just, and you still won't finish. You and you probably an still won't finish. A day, you, it'll take you about seven years. <laughs> I, wow. I did the math. It'll take you about seven years. But that's every day. This. But that's every day. He's been con- our, 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 our GOD uh, guy on digital. Not that not that guy. Uh, that's the third voice you're hearing. So in case the, the ones who just people who just joined it's the voice in your Listen, head. It's the too late to introduce him. They yeah. already been hearing a voice. So our, our co-host MSK, apparently he's actually really planned this out and thought about doing this and just doing a, a Simpsons a day. And he did the math that it's going to take him seven years to do it. But they keep adding episodes. So, yeah, I, I yeah, personally, I feel that I, especially with DC, I've never completely been able to step away from it as an overall, um, you know, franchise because they've always done well with the animated. Uh, a lot of their video games rock for sure. 
Uh, if you are a comic book reader, they have great storyline in their comic books. And I feel that they Joker, Joaquin Phoenix was incredible. Uh, the you know Dark Knight you know with Heath Ledger uh, liked, that series is incredible so they it's not like everything DC does uh, is terrible but see just have, the reason that I feel because I'm not sure what the audience feels but the reason I feel the Joker work is because it was its own standard. movie exactly. it was not yeah. part of any part of the universe until obviously they did on a TV show yeah but it was a standalone movie and that works for DC at this moment. That's one shots are kind of their best way to go. Standalones, yeah. They should just continue doing. Well, that's what I feel. The Suicide Squad is unfortunately. See, Joker. I feel a lot of people are trying to push for a sequel, and they might get it. I don't feel like that was a film that really calls for a sequel. I kind of feel just let it be. Um, I also believe. uh, What's the one? Brightburn. That was James Gunn. Yeah, was James Gunn also? Yeah, his brothers, I believe. Yeah, exactly. And that's another one. Standalone, this alternate version of basically Superman. Superman. And like, what if, you know, he was evil? (laughs) It (laughs) makes sense. And it made sense. And it was a very different film, you know. And and personally, it's kind of a, it's not really a horror, it's a thriller. But I'm personally, I'm a person that doesn't enjoy a lot of gore in a horror thriller film. But in this movie, it actually works because you do have to be realistic that if Superman puts a human body through a wall, what that would look like. It's not going to be like in the cartoons where the guy is just all in one piece on the other end. Or just, or just, and he gets up and he gets up. Heat vision is called heat vision. Getting melted with heat vision is not going to look pretty. You know, I think there's a lot of things in that film that are are a little hard to, to, to watch, you know, for, for those who don't like, like, you know, gore and, and hard to that aspect, but it wasn't campy. They didn't use it to be uh, campy and chops. They use it to, to make, things look real, you know, to give it a, like, if this existed and this happened to people and, and this character did this to people, what would that look like? But also a very one shot type feeling. Again, they're talking and they're trying to schedule and do like this whole universe off of it and sequels. So it's a lot of times when the sequels come around, they start to, to hurt the things. But and look, I just, I just want to put it out there again. I feel like the shirt you're wearing Super, right now, yeah. Man I, of just, Steel. I just want to say that was the beginning of something great. Yep. And they lost their way. Yep. And I have no idea where they're at right now. And the way was called Christopher Nolan. That's that's yeah, that's right. what it is. they lost. And that was a great film. Great film to introduce a world that could have been could well, have been I, yeah. I don't want to say bigger than Marvel okay. because I'm not here to compare. I now, there's no comparison. So, something I'm going to repeat. Okay, well, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but since we have an audience here, if you go back, uh, fanatically correct, we're on everything Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. So you can listen to our previous episodes. We did a Zack Snyder episode uh, of the Snyder Cut, and something I mentioned that episode <laughs> that I just feel like is worth mentioning here because we're talking about the Man of Steel and what changed in that. Um, and he brought up Christopher Nolan, our our our, our hero, our our, our guy. <laughs> On the on the big speaker <laughs> overhead, Christopher Nolan, is that with the Zack Snyder stuff, is that when he or his wife are producers, that's when you get the bad Snyder stuff. Whenever he has someone else keeping him in check, you get the good Snyder stuff. Because like Watchmen, Man of Steel, uh, the first Dawn of the Dead, when he has someone that says you are really good telling visual stories and you can make really good visual scenes, not everything needs to be in slow motion, you get a really good product. But then when he's in fully in charge, you get a million slow motions, you get a, a movie over an hour longer than it needs to be, you get hacked up storyline, you get bad things. And if you go through all the credits of all his films, you'll realize the best ones are the ones where he or his wife are not the producers and it's someone like a Christopher Nolan, a James Gunn, um, that would 
which is Dawn of the Dead. James Gunn was an executive producer and wrote that script. It wasn't it wasn't uh, Zack Snyder. So you start to realize that he's good on a lot of visual effect things. And that's what happened to us personally. A lot of people were overhyping the Snyder cut. And then you had this whole thing where they bullied the Internet into and, releasing and no, that. But, here, but look, again, I'm going to be positive about this. The Snyder cut was... The second half of the Snyder Cut yeah. was actually good. The whole thing was actually better than what Josh Josh Whedon did. But that, that second half part of the movie, after, I don't know, part four or whatever, how many parts they had, but that second half of it was actually really good. It made you understand the movie better. It wasn't as dry and cut. Well, to the to the argument of that, and this is something we've been talking about in MSK on our social medias and stuff like that. Um, what is it you want released now? Oh, the Iron Cut for, for Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad. And, and I'm going to tell first. you, I, I got a little bit at the beginning because you had the Snyder Cut and then right away everyone's saying the Schumacher Cut of Batman and Robin. And the, everyone starts breaking out all these like, oh, there's a lot of no. cutting room tan. And I don't think everything no. needs to. So I kind of got anti, no. don't do any of it. No. No, they then shouldn't do that one. <laughs> no. But the Iron Cut of Suicide Squad, I'm actually okay with because after seeing what James Gunn did with the Suicide Squad, uh, and I see like, I think he took some notes from Iron directly, it really feels like because of the way he worked uh, with Harley Quinn, um, that character, and even the way that he kind of portrayed Bloodsport in a way I think that they really wanted to do uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. Uh, and even Captain Flag. And you see like some of the things they do in The Suicide Squad where I no think- No spoilers. Yeah, and I'm going to try not to, but I think that Iyer was going to also do in his version of Suicide Squad, and then they had a music video company finish the film uh-huh. and hack it all up. And here's yeah. my only argument. It might company. not be good. It might not still be like, oh, you know what? That totally made the movie different. It was great, just like I feel Justice League didn't, but it was better. And nine out of ten times, when you watch a director's cut of a movie, it tends to be better. It's true. Whether it says, well, that went from an all right movie to a great movie, maybe not. But you always say, that was better than the one I saw in theaters. So it just really paints a picture that studios need to get out of directors' ways and producers' ways. Let them complete their vision. And then what happens, happens. In this superhero world... We're going to go see it or not. And we're going to see it 10 times or not. Like three and a half minute long trailers. Don't need it. We already know it's an Avengers movie. I don't need to see the whole movie uh, in the trailer. I'm going to go watch it. Just show me a minute of it's going to happen. You barely need a poster. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the Suicide Squad, unfortunately, kind of does that. You see a lot of the movie. You saw it in the trailer. Uh, Recently, I just saw Free Guy. Same thing. And a great movie, Ryan Reynolds. But unfortunately, there's a lot of scenes that you go, why? Wish I hadn't seen that already because they're just really showing everything in the trailers and it's it's not necessary, but it's the same thing. They don't need to go, oh, we're worried about how the studio or the audience is going to portray. Just let them do it. Joker did great. The Suicide Squad is great. These one shots, Brightburn is great. Let the directors just do their thing and let's see what happens. They they try to they try to overwrite too much of what the comics are giving you when Marvel doesn't do that much. I mean, they do. I, I I they do, but they stick true to the characters. When DC just tries to overwrite these characters, when you have the the blueprint right in front of you in the comics, you don't have to go so so chaotic with it. Just write the comic book. You'll be all right. Promise you. Like we'll be okay. 
Nobody's going to be mad at this. Well, here's the thing. The whole issue is that in our next panel right after this, as soon as we're finished, we're just going to go jump in at 5 o'clock into our Marvel panel. We're going to talk MCU. We're going to talk all the wonderful stuff they just did. And, you know, Loki and What If just started this week. Uh, and we'll get into that. And a big difference is that is Marvel is really all about fan service. That's it. And, and you're learning that Disney's learned that because they're doing it with their Star Wars property as well. They're learning fan service and it works. Give the fans what they want and they'll like it. And I think that was kind of, they kind of gave a stab at the Snyder Cut and let that happen. But outside uh, of Disney, they do, it's such a studio service. It's all about what does the studio want? What are the studio execs things the way they should be? What is their creative vision? And then the only time DC shines is when it's these one shots. So they go, you know what? Do whatever you want. We're not going to build a universe off yeah, of that. But here's, yeah. and, and then it and does that, well. But then it comes down to Warner Brothers. If yeah. we ever get in our lifetime Warner Brothers out of the way and DC with their own with their own studios, God, like please Studio. let this happen. Not you, God, the other God. <laughs> but if we ever get this, I feel we'll be in the right track because then DC can do whatever they want. There's no there's no one else to answer to but themselves. Warner Brothers is always putting the foot and making it bad for everybody else. Again, they prove it in their animation and they prove it in their video games. That's it. So, so that's where we're that's where we're at. Honestly, at the end of the day, when we look at back at DC, it's gonna be Warner Brothers. And if they ever ever get out of that contract, it will be the best thing for them. They need they need a Kevin Feige. That's what they need. They need yeah. their own guy. And, and there's a lot of rumors that they're trying and, to do. And you know what? Give James it to James Gunn. Gunn. Give it to yeah, James, James Gunn. James Gunn or um JJ Abrams. Is, is where a lot of the rumors are at, that they're trying to either do that with James Gunn or J.J. Abrams. Obviously, I don't feel J.J. will work. Yeah, either I one. I, I think, I think I James think Gunn is probably going to make the shift. All he has is the two Guardians of the Galaxies left, the Christmas special, which I'm interested to see what that's going to be, a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, uh, and then, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And then I feel that he likes the ability to be dark or gory or, or vulgar with his material, uh, and, and this is actually a personal hope, and we'll see. With the Suicide Squad, I'm actually fine of that not being a one shot, and just letting him do this more, and letting him grab. And since it's a, it's it's a shared universe, and I'm just I'm venting my dreams into hopefully it's out in the embers, and maybe somehow it becomes reality. Which is he shared universe, bringing villains from other from the Arrowverse, from the Snyderverse, from the Jock. Kill them off, or use them as heroes, or have them go at it—you know, one on one with you know other uh, Suicide Squad members, whatever he wants. Just like they gave him in this film, and like just do it, just do it. We got some contracts left that we need to fulfill, anyways. Do it, and I think we'll have some good movies. Now, it's just gonna be good fun. Exactly what you said. And that's one thing I will tell you about the Suicide Squad. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. movie, and that's why it's fun because he's not playing by any of these set rules that we're used to to the dc universe of like well how's this gonna play out in the next movie he's like well, well who cares okay yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll figure I, it I out honestly, then what does it matter don't care. we'll tell more stories we'll yeah. get more villains like yeah i really just, don't care what happens in the next movie and, and then i love it because he does what he does with guardians of the galaxy he's like polka dot guy like what are you gonna do with that and then you watch you go i, I, yeah. I, love, I love what he did with polka yeah. dot guy like still he made not this my, work still not my favorite yeah yeah weasel like i mean you guys make this work you guys haven't seen it but still yeah james gunn just has an ability to to do that with characters he turned grew into to such a love I mean, character and Drax into an extremely comedic character. Honestly, let's be realistic. I don't think anybody thought that that was going to be interested at all. Which one? Guardians, Guard of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I don't think anyone actually thought that was going to be good. That was a gamble. That, yeah. that, that was, was a gamble. I, yeah. 
And, and, we could save that for the next panel, though. Uh, and the thing is, and that's why, and, we're, and yeah. we're we're talking Marvel in the DC panel because we're talking James Gunn, and that and that is that's the trick. I mean, just letting a movie be fun and just and especially with those properties, you have so much room because people aren't as invested. You know, that, unfortunately, that is kind of, and that's why I think that Warner Brothers gets in their way. They know that there's so many fans and they're worried about you know p- public thought. They're vested with a Batman. They're vested with a Superman. There's so many different generations of, of different fans of the Christopher Reeve era, you know, when they did the Brandon, uh, Brandon Ralph, what is it? The actor that did the Superman Ralph, Returns. Yeah. And they're like, we're just going to do the Christopher Reeve again and make this like skip Superman, uh, you know, uh, well, you know what? We almost got Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that wasn't spinning off of the, that was Tim Burton. Well, so they weren't saying, trying to go Christopher Reeve. We almost Reeve. got Nicolas Cage. You're right. Well, and that would have been. I'm tell you, that script, a lot of it, it's, uh, it Kevin, terrible. Kevin Smith was working on that script from the yes. 90s. And a lot of it made in, uh, some things, some yeah. aspects of it to the are in Man of Steel. So you know what? You can't you can't always be mad at them. Uh, we yeah. almost had Nicolas Cage. Almost had Nicolas Cage as Superman. Even though we did get him in what was it, Teen Titans Go? Teen Titans Teen Titans. Yeah, Teen Titans Go, he played Superman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they and Teen Titans Go to the movies, exactly. And he did he voiced uh Superman in there finally, so they gave that nod. But yeah, there 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 is a universe where and it's in the shared universe where Nicolas Cage is Superman. I like the trailer. I'm not a big fan of Robert Patterson. I'm, I'm just as it's, Batman. It's not even that. It's just I'm worried. It's DC. I, I, I'm, it's DC. It's, listen, that's gonna be a one shot for me, man. As long as it's its own thing, I think it'll be okay. DC, I'm gonna do, personally. I was big. I, w- I was happy with Christian Bale. I was very excited for that casting. Yeah. I'm. I, yeah. Personally, I a crow with Ben Affleck. He was excellent. He was. He was. He was a decent Bruce Wayne. He's completely since he became a director has completely evolved and, and grown as an actor and I am from one, Daredevil. I am one of the ones that didn't want yeah. him. I'll be honest. We got pictures of us in Vegas. Where, yeah. uh, not Vegas in Orlando with the uh, what is it, Madame Tussauds? Matt. Yes. And they had a wax figure of, uh, yeah. of Ben Affleck, and we were both pretending like punch him in the face because we were yeah. so mad about that casting. I, I was mad. <laughs> Yeah. Right. See, in, in, in fairness, I'm personally, and actually, my co-hosts do like it. I'm not a big Michael Keaton Batman fan. I love it. Uh, I think Michael Keaton's a great, incredible actor. And just like you said, uh, Beetlejuice is incredible. And I felt that Timber's like, I just want a really good actor for this role. Those movies are still good. Damn. Those movies are good. The thing is, the I, I just two. Michael Keaton physically does the not at all exemplify Batman. He does not all whatever uh, exemplify Bruce Wayne. Uh, I don't feel he he just and that was the first whack at it. And I like when the first whack at it is more accurate. But to then the it got books. worse. It did. Okay, yeah. so did. that's our problem. So you had the thing that you didn't like, and then it got really bad. Really, but you know bad. what? This is what's funny though. I don't know if anyone's seen the Val uh, documentary, Val Kilmer. He has he has a documentary on Amazon Prime because unfortunately Val Kilmer he came down with uh, with throat cancer he survived and everything but he doesn't yeah. have his voice the way he had it so he did this whole autobiography he always had a camera with him so there's a lot of backstage footage of movies he was in obviously that's why we're talking DC uh, we're talking about Batman um, and there was a lot of insight and and he didn't like I mean it was maybe like a five minute part of the documentary that film but it actually gives a lot of insight as to how things have changed overall from what the previous experience was doing a superhero film to it is now as to how you're able to get a better quality of actor um, and why good actors would quit those films right away or not be interested in them. And a big part of that is because thanks to special effects and much lighter weight and better costuming and makeup and stuff like that, Welcome. it's not as much the nightmare it used to be 
uh, for right. actors to, to get into these costumes and play these characters. Yeah. And because of that, you can understand why, and he said it in that documentary, we understood why Michael Keaton didn't want to come back for a third. He did not come back for a second. And then you know, with George Clooney in the fourth one. And it's very complicated because they can't hear in the suit. They don't really feel like they're acting. So they write the lines around that. So they say like, this is very like, you know, they're, they're garbage scripts because it felt like being on a soap opera. I'm just coming out. Back and then. Exactly. It's just it see my face. I say two lines and we're done. And, and, and he goes, and I really wish I got a villain. And then they do, they show it. Jim Carrey in the Riddler costumes that he's in. He could be as you know loud as you want, move around. He's got airflow. He can have fun with it. Uh, you know, um, who was it that played Two Face in that Tommy one? Tommy Lee Jones. Lee. Tommy Lee Jones, Jones able to you know to do his thing. Michael yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Like yeah. they, so, it's always like it's better to be the villain. That's why you would get a lot of these good actors to play the villains because they didn't have the difficulty of this horrible. Now did the villains work? It's a different. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm feeling now because coming back to your question about uh, the Batman. Um, I I personally think I'm gonna love the story. I, I think it's the right kind of dark for Batman. Uh, something we're getting different. I'm just I I just Robert Patterson supposedly is being a lot of problems for the studio. Uh, he's not staying in Batman shape for them in and out between filming, which keeps hurting the film yes. and making them delay things. You have a lot of wonderful, uh, different, unique casting. Uh, in this film that's going to tell a different story when they're used to Batman uh, and it's what it's like a year two Batman yes like so, a, a year or two so it's it a young two yeah, years. it's a young Batman and the thing is that Batman begins uh, you know with uh, Christian Bale in fairness it's he's it's like 10 year Batman so, I mean, we, you know what I mean? He came back as Batman already fully trained. Right, right. All these great gadgets like that, an awesome Batmobile like that, a great costume like that. And it we great. We love the story. We love the backstory. But this one, we are going to get a grittier Batman that still has not the best equipment, not the best experience, not the best decision making. So, and then he's being thrown into. And in hindsight, that villains. sounds amazing. It does. That yeah. sounds great. It does. And now, then, and then when you it like, work. Exactly. That's that's I that's think this kicker. one's gonna go more toward the detective side. So yeah, that's what awesome. I'm excited about. So this feels more Batman Beyond than it does Batman. Yeah, I can see that. Batman Beyond. Like Terry McGinnis? Yeah, because Terry McGinnis, yeah. It just feels like he's just brand new at yeah. this. It's one. It's it's the whole young, yeah, young Batman trying to figure it out. But it's grittier. I mean, because like Batman Beyond, like Terry McGinnis, it's a lot. It's a lot cleaner, fun. I mean, it's more like like Batman Beyond's more of like a Spider Man. Well, that's he because got it's this, in the future, right? Yeah, because, that's right. what I'm saying. He gets this great suit that has all these wonderful powers, and but then he doesn't you know, understand it. Yeah, but he can afford to be inexperienced because he has the suit to back him up. Where this is going to be a lot grittier in the sense that if. So you we know, think, yeah, he, he's going to take a beating. And I, I think one thing I like, I like the scene where he says, number one, well, I'll give credit in the trailers that we saw. He does something that not every other Batman does in every Batman movie when they say, who are you? And what do I'm we always, justice. what do they say in every Batman movie when a character says, I'm Batman. Yeah. And in this one, he goes, I'm vengeance. And then he vengeance. beats the living tar out of that guy in front of that gang. And that reminds me of like, who's seen Ender's Game, which is a great movie. And I, I just jumped straight to Ender's Game when he says, why did you keep hitting him? And he says, because that's for every other fight after. And that's exactly what I felt they wrote into that script. So I'm going deep into that saying, this I think is going to be a very good script because that's how they're writing it. They're writing Bruce Wayne that way. He didn't have to, he, he took that guy down in three shots. And yeah, maybe a lot of it is therapeutic of getting out the, the murder of his parents, but I think a lot of it is the strategic. This is a gang that knows who I am now, that's seen me and is going to be looking for Batman. They need to be afraid of Batman now. And going back to that, I don't want to see that death again. 
I don't want to see that yes, again. Yes, I think we've You're seen enough see pearls fly. I do <laughs> not want to see we that. We can have a on one screen. hour montage on this I screen do, if we I want it. Honestly, I don't want to see a pearl <laughs> of pearls flying in my life again. On a lighter note, in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, that is one of the darkest jokes that is so that funny. Is, that was kind of Ever. Have you seen Teen Titans yeah. Go to the Movies? Probably not your cup of tea to so watch it, anyways. But the joke there's was, a whole thing where they. <laughs> Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you you no. said that. Go ahead. You want to you take it, God? G-O-D, guy on digital? No, no, you go ahead, uh, man. You, you well, they were go going back in time, changing the origin stories of heroes so they would be the only heroes left. And when they realize that that doesn't work out, they have to go back and redo their origin stories. So there's literally a scene when they're like walking, you know, and they go, no, no, right this way. And they actually point them into the alley. Oh, my and God. And then you hear the two gunshots and they're like... <laughs> And that's it's like wow, that's just yeah, it was dark, so dark. That was dark, and it's a kids' movie. Teen Titans Go to the movies, but it's not the the Young Justice version. Of they Teen literally Titans. put him back it's into kid. the scene. So that was like the first time I was okay with it. And then like Joker had to have it, like with Walking Phoenix. Yeah, it had to have it. They didn't have to show the pearls break and everything, but it had to have it because you had to see like that's what they led to. Say like, this the connection. Uh, this is a different. It was a connection. Yeah. This is a All different Batman because he had a different, you know, again the multiverse. The, and that's what we're talking about. Crisis bringing over a multiverse of different Batman. Like this is now a Batman who's going to grow up hating a different class of people. It's not going to be the specifically of the criminal. It's going to be actually the mentally disturbed or the mental illness because that's what led to his parents getting killed. And as well as his Thomas Wayne was a jerk. That mm. Thomas Wayne yeah. was not the he good was. philanthropist. He, was the yeah, he Thomas, wasn't making the city great. Yeah, he was a hardcore business on money. Right. So then you go think like, what kind of Bruce Wayne would he have been if he was raised that way? Yeah. Maybe this is a godsend to get a Batman and get a better person. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the best Batman you would get. So it does kind of make you think like, and I you're would rooting, be interested. You're, you're rooting for the... For the yeah, for, for, for almost for the Joker to For Joker, end. To, it's, right it's to the end. It's a disturbing concept. You're rooting for him. It's a very disturbing concept with that. And that's why I kind of felt they did need to show that because they wanted to show like this led to this I instead of the usual thing. I want to see that again but though. It, it, like, it's, how many so cliche. Times? it's so cliche. You know what? Just show me all the scenes from every see, movie. And you know what? Back to Marvel. What did they do with Peter Parker this time? a different piece of jewelry. They, right. Not pearls. Right. The same. Yeah. Else. I'm sorry, MSK? Like watch falls or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> watch falls. <laughs> Instead of the pearls break, we see a watch hit the ground. His wallet. Something else. I don't. His wallet. Something on the pearls. But yeah, they, see, they take his shoes. I don't okay. know anything. Back, back to the Marvel comparison. You like Tom Holland, Spider Man. They went. You know what? We've seen enough Uncle Ben die. Everyone knows the story. We're just gonna just kind of skip over that again. That's, In fairness, they gave us they gave us Tony Stark. He was the Uncle Ben of the. Of, of this Spider-Man storyline. Technically. But oh. overall, it's like, you know what? Every time we give you I'm Peter. getting a little intimidated out there right yeah. now. That is an awesome Mandalorian suit out there. Yeah. I don't that's, think she's part of the 501st. That's very scary. And the Stormtroopers are wrong. We got some great cosplays. And thank you for also yes. coming to cosplay. You see, you see who it is? You're staying for our next panel, right? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh, that's what she it said. was Agatha all The whole time. <laughs> I can't believe that shot up on iTunes, that song. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Yes, yes, that's crazy. Is like fans are crazy? Yeah, they are. <laughs> we are. We, they are. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Batman just to see what the story is going to be. I'm not a big uh, Robert Patterson fan in the sense of as Batman, but he's, you know what, he's grown on me. He has. Uh, Tenet. If you guys have seen Tenet. He's Tenet. Any Tenet fans in the audience? Yeah, he's a good actor. He's, he's grown on me. Tenet. He's past Twilight. He's, he's actually yes, done. Yes. Oh, thank you for joining movies. us. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Go so, Man of Steel all day. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. In, in fairness, it's 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 a. But I feel with him, it's a different movie you sign up for. You know, I I, I think that 
you know, because again, he did the the the, the Dark Knight it. series, he grounded, and he grounded it, he and, grounded it, and, and and we appreciate it. Yeah. 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 So you're 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 a Michael Keaton uh, Batman fan, Tim Burton. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was. I, I I liked it when it was out. You know, but then once I started having things to compare it to, uh, like I can't rewatch and it. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not here to praise. Uh, uh, completely the the Dark Knight series uh, trilogy that we got because I, there's I there's wait there's there's problems with the movies right there's yeah, loopholes and things the third one because of yeah. Heath Ledger yeah there's loopholes and things but it wasn't yes it wasn't fun in the sense of you know the the excitement of, of a, it was more gritty. It's gritty. It, it's and more of a of a movie, right? It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not a movie. A You're watching a movie. movie. It's, it's a straight it's movie a about a guy who happens to be sense. Batman. Yeah, right. It it's what it is. Yeah, it's not a superhero. It's movie. what it is. It's not a yeah, su- it's superhero. Not a super movie. It's like the Godfather type, you know, yeah. cinematically. Yeah, right. It's not just Iron Man or or any of the Marvel. Movies. Right. It's yeah, not and it's also the there's also that overall. Um, you know, like in, in, in Dark Knight, uh, Joker, you know, he, he, the Joker, uh, the Joker at that time, you know, Heath Ledger, uh, he represented a lot of, um, like society things and stuff right. like that. And then they did the same thing in another way with class warfare and stuff like that in, uh, in the Dark Knight Rises. So mm-hmm. he was a little bit like, um, George Romero. And it says like when he did Walking Dead, he had a lot of ulterior storyline and, and deeper meaning that he was trying to tell in his story. Right. And that's kind of what you got in the Christopher Nolan Batman that he's telling more of a story than just this superhero, uh, an origin story and, and, you know, him just taking on this bad guy and and that's it. And in fairness, um, and it's what worked for uh, that. And that's one thing he did. And that's my defense of Christopher Nolan was the Heath Ledger Joker. Um, granted, it's it's not the Mark Hamill Joker that is the greatest Joker ever from Batman the Animated Series, which is disturbing but so fun at the same time. Right. He took away a lot of the fun because it was so disturbing, you know, which they did take a whack at with um, the killing joke that they actually brought in Mark Hamill to do mm-hmm. that animated film. So we did get the the dark, disturbing Joker right. with Mark Hamill. But with the Great animated movie. series, there was a lot of fun, a lot of chapstick, a lot of, you know, there wasn't really dire consequences for the things he did. You know what I mean? Like he really wasn't killing people. He was putting laugh gas in them and then Batman was able to cure them later. Um, obviously not so chapstick right. like what, you know, uh, 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 Cesar Romero did in, you know, the Adam West series. But with the Heath Ledger, when we got this, the first whack at a society Joker of like, wow, this is dark this guy's disturbed he's doing messed up stuff he's killing people he's hurting people the the stakes are they're high with this and he's not so fun and it was that impressive acting but it wasn't a fun joker um and obviously joaquin phoenix is not at all that joker a fun joker and that one even goes yeah. deeper uh oh, into, that was great that's Eddie from Flynn's calling me from the arcade over in the corner i don't know what's going on probably doing their super smash tournament um but yeah, so we, we we were having that that you know that storyline um, with the Dark Knight, you know, the series of Christopher Nolan that we get that. So you would never have the Joaquin Phoenix Joker if we hadn't had the Heath Ledger Joker, right? Right. Uh, and then Suicide Squad, <laughs> not the Suicide Squad, um, tried to be too. I'm fun. so confused. Which one are we talking about? One? I'm, I'm going to talk about that Joker now for a second. Okay. The Leto Joker. Oh Leto. Um, the the punk uh, the hip hop uh, hip hop Joker he's who then later became and Daft then he's a rock then no. he became Daft Punk uh, I, I mean uh, I Slipknot Joker they wanted to do with that Joker yeah then yeah. he beca- yeah in fairness I always defend Leto that I think he's an actor that does the job they ask him to do I don't think that was his creation of the Joker that was 
Ayers, you know, version of the of the Joker, and he and he gave it to us. But I don't feel like I think they were trying to do disturbing Joker, but fun at the same time is what they yeah. were trying to do that Joker, it's and they cut out a lot of his scenes. It's colorful. Yeah, yeah, very colorful. Uh, and so they, they, you know, we, we didn't get those scenes. So I, I understand, and it all depends on what kind of superhero fan you are. And sometimes, like, when it's the properties, and that's where, like, the Suicide Squad works so well, um, and then, like, things that are right off, like, completely off, like, uh, Doom Patrol. If you, we catch Doom Patrol right off the cuff, because when it's a franchise, or like we said, we were talking about earlier, Gardens of the Galaxy, the other James Gunn version, which we'll get into in, uh, in the Marvel panel. When it's a franchise you're not so connected to, then you don't know what to expect, you don't have expectations for it. Then, no matter what it is, whether it's a fun style movie, you still have fun because you didn't know you didn't have your own preset thoughts of what it should be. And I feel that that's kind of what we're getting a lot now with the DC films. That there's so many of them now yeah. of the same characters. Everyone goes into every film with some type of preset. I want it to be this way or that way. And that's where you'll see for those who haven't seen the Suicide Squad yet, but those who have, that is a difference. They let James go on, like, let me start going through the books. I'm gonna bring out some crazy characters. Yeah. Now, King Shark yeah. has gotten some example, has been getting some pop lately because he was they started to start using him in the Harley Quinn series, uh, in the Arrowverse. And why? Because they're starting to scry, scrap through the bottom and go, hey, we keep using the same people over again. We need something new. Like, oh, we'll use this one. And then you kind of see it get used over and over again and all the same. So King Shark's kind of already been used a lot lately. Um, but I prefer this rendition of it much better personally. But Polka Dot Man, Weasel, this is all stuff that we didn't see coming. Excellent. And someone who joined us a little late, we had to say actually – um, and we'll go through that. We, we did it on our Instagram yesterday, but now we'll make it part of the podcast. We all had different favorites. Well, not different, actually, but our favorites from The Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah my personal was Polka Dot Man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Same which was here. also MSK's. That he was in, uh, all of them. All of them. Everything. He's, yeah, he's yeah. in everything. He's in yeah, he's two, two so face, many Two-Face uh, was interrogating him. And that's one of the reasons for uh, my uh, personal reason for liking so much Polka Dot Man is seeing that actor get so much extra pop finally in one of these yeah. superhero films. Because he's in so many superhero films, he's especially in DCs now. and their shows. He's going to be in Dune. He's what? He's going to be in the movie Dune coming up. Oh, he's also in Dune. He's him in too? Dune. Man, everyone's yeah. in Dune. Does he has a? Does he have his own poster with his own face and name? Yes, the Ant Man films. I haven't seen that yet. No. <laughs> okay. He did Calendar Man in the animated series. Yeah, when well, in the animated film. Sorry, he played Calendar Man. But he's in a lot uh, of stuff. But then Halloween. Yeah, I, I love Polka Dot Man. Yeah, Halloween. Uh, his to my left of me. What was your favorite again? Weasel. Weasel. That's right. Weasel. Had to be. Hundred percent. Weasel. Weasel's fantastic. Uh, and Shark. You know, King Shark was excellent. And I mean, just so many things that they did with that. And like you said, bringing in new characters. And so, I mean, I want to end on a good note on our on our DC panels. We're ending it now. Um, and switch over yeah the suicide squad i hope if they're gonna do more dc movies and stuff they should do this and do it with james gunn is this uh my final take on this yeah yeah but i think right now there's gonna be a bit of a, of a leeway and a pass on a lot of films for that reason with considering uh what box office i mean black be. widow is suing yep i mean he can always sue <laughs> james gunn could I mean, sue but i don't he think he can always sue <laughs> and get nothing because yeah so, uh, any uh, necessities to wrap it up? G.O.D. Guy on digital. G-O-D? Uh, for DC, I would... Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't have any. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would recommend watching um, the, the animated 
uh, movie Hush. And also reading the comic book because the comic book is very good. Yes. Hush, yes. So and and I would actually, to, to follow up his recommendation, I would yeah. watch Hush and then read Hush because I feel it's one of those that the, 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 the comic book version is better. The comic book um, version is better. Yeah. And so if you see it first, you won't be disappointed at all and just enjoy it. it. And really enjoy that that animated film. And then read the comic book to see like, oh, wow, that, that would have been interesting. That, that's yeah. also a good way to to wrap that up. So uh, thank you for those who joined us just for DC. Yep. For joining the uh, Fanatically Correct podcast for our, our, our DC panel. All right, guys. That's it. That was the flashback episode. Um, again, flashback episode. No flash movie. DCU. Whatever. Uh, Discovery just bought them out. Let's see what happens. Probably nothing. We'll get Shark Week. Most likely on HBO Max. But that's about it. Um, not editing ums out. I'm just going to leave them there. All right. So you get your tickets at sunrisefl.gov slash comic con. Again, Fancore is going to be there. A whole bunch of other stuff's going to be there. Um, hope everyone makes it. We certainly will. And yeah, that's it, guys. If anything, um, hope you enjoyed the episode but yeah the flash screw you ezra miller all right this is msk peace out and there you have it folks this has been fanatically correct until next time you crazy kids signing off